Welcome to the Private School Marketing Minute podcast, the weekly podcast teaching you how to get more students and keep more students enrolled in 10 minutes or less. Let's get started. Well, hello, hello, and welcome back to the show. My name is Nick, and I am the host of this podcast and of this episode. I hope you're having a wonderful, awesome, fantastic week. Thank you for being here. I am back, baby, on LinkedIn, poking, poking, <laughs> posting back on LinkedIn. So if you want to get my posts, that's where you got to be, man. Hit me up on LinkedIn. Uh, I've been sharing some stuff there, and it feels good. To do it, I've uh, been able to organize some things a little bit better, so that way I can get some more time back and share some more content on some different platforms. Um, and what I've been doing in my free time also, gardening. Feels good. I think I might have mentioned it in the podcast a couple episodes ago, but we built a garden bed, just built another one. I'm trying to raise food, man. I'm trying to raise food, feed my family, and feed the neighborhood. What's so wrong with that, Right. Feels good to get back to the roots. I think I've been so I'm so technological in my day-to-day life with digital advertising and marketing. I just sometimes long to just do something. I don't want to say easy, because trust me, we've we've only grown three things. Uh there five out of the three. No, five out of the three. We planted five things. Only three of the five are actually growing and they're just doing an okay job. I already had to pick some caterpillars off of it. I don't know what I'm doing. It's not easy, but I, I need some sort of physical work. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Uh, so it feels good to be doing that. I don't, know, I don't know if you can relate, but start a garden, you know, start a garden if you can. We got some things to talk about today, which is why we have a podcast. <laughs> um, what we're going to be talking about is advertising that unsells your school. What the heck unsells my school? How could advertising unsell my school? All advertising is good, right? No, that's a fallacy. It's wrong. And I'm here to tell you why. Um, I've seen this time and time again throughout my marketing career, working in all sorts of different industries, all sorts of different clients. Uh, not all advertising will sell the same. In fact, some advertising can actually do more harm than good. One of my favorite books uh, is called Ogilvy on Advertising, written by David Ogilvy. And in the second chapter, he highlights this. Uh, he shares, I'm going to read it to you. He shares how John Caples, who he says is the doyen of direct response copywriters. John says, I have seen one advertisement actually sell not twice as much, not three times as much, but 19 and a half times as much as another. Both advertisements occupied the same space. Both were run in the same publication. Both had photographic illustrations. Both had carefully written copy. The difference was that one used the right appeal and the other used the wrong appeal. That's pretty wild, right? 19 and a half times as much more selling than the other ad. In my circumstance, I actually went through and looked at a campaign that I'm working on right now uh, to kind of pull a real-time example from. Uh, in this campaign that I'm running, we're running three different ads, all on the same placement, all carefully designed and crafted. The ad copy was carefully written, the designs carefully designed. We thought that they were going to you know, all do great. That's the standard that we shoot for. What's interesting is just one of those ads has led to every single one of the conversions. Now, can you imagine if we just chose to run one ad 
versus running three at the same time to test. What if we just chose the one ad and that one ad was one of the ones that failed? One of the ones that was not so good. One of the ones that led to zero conversions. That's what you potentially get if you don't test. We're going to get to talking about testing in just a bit. But if we chose just one ad and we chose the wrong one based on a hunch or our gut, then this campaign would be deemed an obvious failure. But instead, because we were running multiple ads and one actually turned out to work better than the rest, I don't even know what the math is on 100% of the conversions versus 0%. How many times better is that? 100% better? I don't know. A mathematician would have to let me know. But since we did that, this campaign is successful. Now, the main reason that I've seen advertisers fail is because they do not test. You should never run a campaign without testing something. And when you find a winner, your test isn't over. You have to start another test and try to beat that winner. You should always be testing something. A, B, test. Always be testing A, B, T. A, B, T, D. I don't know what the D is. But A, B, T. Always be testing. So, even the advertisers that, you know, are listening right now and they're saying, Nick, I'm always testing stuff. You know, that's easy. That's default. I do that all the time. I'm a great advertiser, Nick. But what are you testing? Because most of the time when I see advertisers that are doing tests, the tests that they're doing just aren't significant enough. I'm just going to say it. Changing the background in a photo is not significant enough. Changing the font is not significant enough. And in fact, changing the call to action isn't significant enough either, at least not to start. You need to change the overall messaging. You'll notice at the end of the paragraph that I read from the Ogilvy on advertising book, he says, the difference was that one used the right appeal and the other used the wrong appeal. I think appeal could be translated into messaging. Uh, you need, when you're running these tests, you need to have significant enough differentiation in your messaging. Uh, your messaging would be the different pain points that you're addressing or the different benefits. That would be the overall appeal of the advertisement. If you're not changing the messaging within your ads, then you're not doing a significant enough test and the ads are just not different enough to appeal to a broader audience. Now, once you've tested different messaging and you find messaging that works, that's when you can get into the more granular things that you could test, the different photos, the different backgrounds, and the different call to actions. But anything prior to that, I think is a waste of time and not getting you to the meat and potatoes fast enough, the things that are gonna make a bigger difference in the success or failure of an ad campaign. And I sometimes wonder if, the media companies that have ad placement networks are in cahoots with each other to keep this myth alive that all advertising sells the same, when in fact, it's not true. There's that saying, all publicity is good publicity, right? No, all publicity is not good publicity, all advertising is not good advertising, and all marketing is not good marketing. So if you're running any ad campaigns right now, whether that's on Google search or social media, or you're running print ad placements, Take a look at what you're doing and start a significant test. Start a test by changing the messaging of your ads first. And then after that, 
you find a winner of the messaging, you can get into some more granular details. I think that this is going to be super helpful to you. At least I hope it is. And if you want to be super helpful to me, you can go ahead and hit me up on LinkedIn so we can talk about this a little bit more. It's linked in the show notes below. As always, I've been Nick. Hope you have a wonderful week and I'll see you next week. 